A special education teacher, an administrator, and a lawyer walk into a bar. And our conversations can get pretty lively. And now you'll join us while we talk all about special education and the public school system. I'm Robin Fabiano, a special education teacher and a building-based student services administrator. And I'm joined by Abby Hanscom, a district-level student services administrator, and Angela Smagula, a founding partner at Khan and Smagula, specializing in education law. We've been working together across multiple districts since 2009 and have lots of opinions about special education. In this podcast, we hope to share information, lessons learned, interviews with VIPs in the field of special education, and bring some humor to an otherwise serious topic. But before we get started, three disclaimers. One, the views shared on this podcast are our own and don't represent the views of the districts in which we work. Two, everyone might want Khan and Smagula as their attorneys, but Angela is not giving legal advice during this podcast. Three, although there are federal laws governing special education, we work in Massachusetts, a state that has added protections, so some of which we speak about may not apply in your state. So let's get started. Hi, Angela. Hi, Abby. Hey, Robin. Hey, Angela. I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) You know, every Monday at my son's school, the teacher has them look at um, an array of animal faces and circle one. And I've noticed a pattern that every Monday he circles the tired animal and writes, I circled number four because I'm so tired today. And <laughs> oh, man. It's, been, it's been every week. And so I said to him, what, what face did you circle today? He said, I circled, I'm tired. It's like, are we going to do anything else? It's like, I'm always tired <laughs> on Mondays. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and actually for the yeah, and for listeners, we actually don't record on Mondays. And so this is a change for us. So maybe that's why we're feeling a little raggedy draggedy. Maybe that's true because it's Monday and I don't know. It's And it's been like a terrible week, a terrible week for the world and a terrible week in schools in terms of... It's true. It's been a terrible week. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, today we're jumping on... Um, not to do a full recording, but to remind you of episodes that we've recorded in the past that align with the topic of speaking about terrible events to students. Um, And obviously, given the attack um, on Israel by Hamas, this is a relevant topic um, that we have to think about as educators and parents good citizens, right? People. Yeah. And I also think it's nice to create a little bit of space for some conversation, um, particularly for people who are thinking about uh, potentially answering kids' questions or talking about topics um, as it relates to helping students with disabilities make sense of the world and for kids with a variety of um, needs as well as vulnerabilities who may be hearing things or seeing things on social media and receiving information that might be hard to process um, and also uh, anxiety producing. And so I think it's nice to just take a little bit of time in this podcast to acknowledge that and say that some of the people listening to this may be um, doing that really challenging work, um, or it may happen unexpectedly at work. And it's nice to just have a second to think about what resources are available and what might be helpful uh, in that moment. 
So are we going to direct them to the episodes? Uh, yeah, you can direct them to the episodes, Angela. <laughs> They're in the chat. <laughs> if you want to uh, be part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can join us. I said, I, I think I, I didn't I say something? In the, I said I was tired. It was not. You did. You did. You Listen, shared. I, you I'm shared. probably going to edit this out. So. <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. Well, here, I'll start you out. So, um, we did do two, uh, episodes a couple of years ago now, right? Like a year and a half ago, um, specifically when the war in Ukraine started and then we followed up with like general crisis planning and other things. And so both of those are still, um, live and available. And, um, I can't remember Robin, if they're episodes 18 and 19 or something like that of season two, but they're in the well, let, let me jump in here and tell right. you when they are. They, oh, thank you. They are episodes 18 and 19 of season two, March 4th and March 11th. So if you just cruise back, you can find them pretty quickly. Um, and I think they're pretty relevant, actually, um, and would be helpful listens. And then I think Abby said that she might put some more updated links in the show notes. So I actually found one that I really, really like, and I'm going to just give a quick shout out to it uh, tonight. And then I know we're going to be brief tonight, but um, there's a very nice um, set of tips for adults who talk to students um, from a particular um, magazine. It's called The Greater Good, but their number one tip is for the adults who are involved to tend to your own needs, right? Like know your own triggers, know where you're at, think about that topic um, before you are sharing where you're at with a vulnerable student or a child, right? And so think, tend to your own needs. I thought that was a really good one. Um, they follow that one up with um, seek to understand and listen as opposed to tell, which I think is always super good advice and hard to follow. Uh, be humble and honest, right? So if the world is scary and hard, that is real, right? You can't kind of sugarcoat that. Prioritize humanity, which I thought was a really nice big idea. Um, and then in terms of people often are like, well, what could we do? What what can we do? And their perspective is really, there's this idea of um, taking like compassionate action in some way, um, and helping kids understand that they have emotions, that adults have emotions, um, and helping kids know that their feelings are okay, right? If they're worried or scared or confused. And I thought those were really interesting, big picture, positive ideas to put out there for tonight. And we'll put in a bunch of more technical resources for folks. Um, but I do think those are good starting places. I like those because they can be used across any difficult conversation or topic. Yep. Um, I think it was the third one that you said reminded me when we were talking about listening is mm -hmm. that if you don't know the answer, it's okay to say, I, I'm not sure and we yep. can figure it out together or I'll get back to you because we don't want to be perpetuating false narratives or giving people misinformation, especially students that already may be struggling to make sense of what's going on. So really make sure that you're sticking with what you know to be true. Yeah. And I do think there's a great deal um, 
of courage in being honest and saying to a student, like, I'm not sure I know the answer to that. And I'm sure that um, we could learn more about it, but it's also a big idea. And there might be a lot of people working on that to even understand it better than we could, right? Like all of those kind of messages where you're not trying to solve the problem for the person, but you're trying to sit with some of the complexity is kind of nice. So I'll put those um, in the um, notes. And then they do have certainly articles and articles. All you have to do is Google it. But talking to kids about traumatic events in the world, talking to kids about managing what their social media content is, all of those things um, apply right now. Any specific tips on working with kids with more significant special needs? Not that I really see, but I'm sure we could do some more research. I think the reality is that for teachers of kids with more significant needs, um, it's modifying not the um, importance of the feelings and the ideas, but some of the language and some of the complexity of it, just so that kids can still think through what they're hearing and seeing and, and make sense of it for themselves, right? I guess that's always the trick that that people do sometimes using simpler language or, or less um, abstract language, but still honestly helping kids understand what's happening. Yeah. And even orienting some students to where in the world we're talking about to mm-hmm. really visually show the yep. location and its proximity to where they are in the world. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. Um So we appreciate you all coming on tonight. Um, I know many of you were expecting like a full podcast, so we're sorry to disappoint and just give you an abbreviated version. Head back to our um, previously recorded um, episodes to get more information, check out our show notes, and we'll be back with a um, more comprehensive podcast next week. Great job, Robin. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Angela. Good night. See ya. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating or review. If you have any questions, you can reach us at astalpodcast at gmail.com.